Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. <laughs> our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Well, hello there, and welcome to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm your host, Lauren, being joined by my co-host and my sister, and not my toxic friend, no, Michelle. No, never toxic, always positive. <clears throat> You're not a toxic person. <laughs> I don't think that's yeah. I don't roll. I don't roll in the toxic department. You might be putting toxic things in your body. <laughs> I, I have, and I I have, and I will. <laughs> I'm doing the best. You go outside and breathe. Breathe outside for a minute. See what happens. Literally, that's pollution going right into your body. We're doing the best we can, living our day to the fullest. And we've been really lifting, being uplifting in our in our intros. Do you think yesterday started with the volcano? On the other day, today is pollution and and breathing toxins. Will and I were watching the video from space from Tonga. Oh, that space video was insane. Whoa. It's real, real heavy. I, I really hope and hope these people can get the their it's situation. Just po- the pow- mother, the power and mother nature, the planet. The, the fact that our planet can do something like that is just mind-boggling. I mean, now what's interesting? Here's a little tip about tsunamis. Most tsunamis begin because of an underwater earthquake. earthquake. Yes, I knew that. And this was like an underwater volcano, which then triggered these earthquakes. It's very, it's. All cray very, cray. it's cray cray, but we're not talking about tsunamis Mm-mm. and Tonga it's different today. Different kind of cray cray. Sending good vibes their way. We are talking about. <laughs> I just got what you said. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about toxic friendships and when to jump ship. Mm. This was inspired by an Every Girl article and a Woman's Health article that we found online randomly yesterday. And we decided that, hey, many, if yeah. not all of us, have maybe been in a situation like this. So we're sharing what um, some writers have to say and some personal experience. And then I'm also doing a little catch up on my first coaching ses- session with Aviva Brill from Copilot Wellness. Love it. Love her. Love. Can't I, wait for more people to learn about this I'm lady. really grateful for this. This is just very, very cool. That yeah. I, I don't know. It's just I never, I would have never thought about doing this. I met her at a farmer's mar- market just randomly. So That's random. how that happened. And, you know, we see coaches all over Instagram. There's a coach for going to the bathroom. There's a coach mm, anything. for anything Everybody's an days. expert on anything. And there's somebody out there who's willing to learn whatever that person exactly. is willing to che- teach. But I will say, even in the few minutes that I spent, well, the hour I spent with Aviva, you said in an Instagram story, you know, you were drawn to her energy. Yes. Totally. Same thing. Knew what you Walked were saying. Walked past there. her and then came back to talk to her because I was like, you Magnetic. seem pretty, I mm-hmm. like what you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. So that's what our topics of conversation are today. But before we move on, we want to thank one of our newer anchor.com subscribers. Michelle, why don't you go give her a shout? Oh my God, I would love to give our newest anchor subscriber a shout out. Hello to Jack Frost's sister, I think, but it could be brother. We don't know. Lindsay (laughs) Frost. Thank you for joining our list of subscribers. We appreciate you. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for 
you know, thinking about joining the Anchor.com yeah. group and then for signing up. Golly, that means a lot to us. We really appreciate it. We say it could be a sister or brother because we once had another Anchor.com, Ryan Dormas. You know who you are. Yep. And Vagina. We, and we, yep, <laughs> we, we were like, thank you so much to you, kind sir. And then we met her. Yep. <laughs> Lindsay, thank you so much. Ryan, thank you. All of our Anchor.com subscribers, we are so grateful that you are um, helping support the Sister Project. It's a small price to pay for the free content we put free content that we put out anyways. But this is our small little business, and we are so appreciative of your monetary donation, if you will. If you are considering supporting the Sister Project and our podcast, Cozy Convos, you can go to the link in our show notes where you will find all of the information there. So feel free to hop around there. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if that is where you listen from. And we are also so grateful grateful for all of those reviews as well. All right, you guys, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You know, they say that you can have like 200 milligrams of, co- of caffeine. And so I did some research. And espresso only has like ranges between like 40 to 70 milligrams of caffeine that doesn't surprise me it's not a lot it's not american coffee is stronger it makes me jittery espresso does not exactly yeah yeah but today this morning i knew that we had a bit of a longer day so i had some of my favorite instant coffee i love instant coffee is this your trader joe's fave the trader joe's and then i use the oatly oat milk love it um nothing foams like i don't actually foam it i actually just put well, it like, almost like a, a creamer and it reminds me of back in the day when I was in college and my friend Laura and I my roommate this was back in 2003 and you were still able to smoke cigs ah. in the dorm room so we smoked Tons. so many cigs remember Pile, I told you the we went for like the stump of a cig yep. and would relight it like, like a, a bunch of loser trash bag <laughs> and then smell like oh. an ashtray oh it's this Oh. These new earphones sometimes they get um, they get loose, loose, as loose a as a goose, <laughs> loose as a goose. So I Michelle, feel like we're loose as a goose right now. Well, I like being loose. Yeah, let's do it. So I had my first session with Aviva Brill from Copilot yesterday. Can you tell me right now in detail? I have questions. Okay. First of all, I was blown away. We had a one hour together. It's a one hour session, and it's more of an. The first one's exploratory. You first answer questions she sends you, and it's like, where do you want to see yourself in a year? Yeah. What's holding you back? What have you done thus far to overcome some of these challenges that you have? And then some goals for, like I mentioned, the year. And so you answer those, and then she and you, or I, we spoke about each one, but she really dissects all of them. For for jur- your journey's sake and for folks that are listening mm. in, would you be willing to share maybe... Uh, where you would like to be or one of the things sure. that you're um, aiming for in, in 12 months from well, now? Well, we talked about a couple things. Yes, of course. I want more, I want a bit more income. Okay. And so we talked about the different avenues of my skill set and my different jobs, if you will. Yeah. TSP, Sister Project, Yoga, and then other things. We talked about a book, whether it is having a manuscript or an outline or a full book done in a year, I need to have something where you there. are taking your creative ideas and putting them into one spot. Yes. And that is a goal I've had for yep. years. And then we're also working on mindset shift to prepare for a baby in regards to having less time and 
uncontrolled time yeah. and learning to be okay with that. That sounds like a helpful yeah. approach Something. to new motherhood. Yeah, I want to kind of just at least address that because I do have um, anxiety about that loss of time freedom. But and then we're going to do but we're living in the present too. So we're focusing on management and optimizing time and commitment to waking up in the early I want to rise earlier but I wake I wake up at like my alarm goes off at six yeah. but I get out at seven mm. I want to be my ass out of bed at 6 15 mm. and I did it today okay my what works for me is my phone needs to be in the other room I actually have to get up to turn my alarm off uh, and then it. I splash water on my face I'm ready to go I've been having some struggles I think I might need to move to that process it's there. super efficient I actually went to Target as well and bought a an alarm clock for my bed we're at this situation with my kids trying to wake up independently which they do pretty much but not i feel like if i prolong the alarm clock in their room i'm going to lose the battle of the phone in the room Mm. you know what i'm saying so i'm trying to find one and there are these ones that pop up and i know anthony has something like this this is the light one the light sunlight which i feel like mia would really benefit it's lovely it fills up the room with like bright light okay it starts orange and then it gets to white light okay um, so yeah, with Aviva, that, those are the things we're taught, we're concentrating on. But within that hour with her, there is so much self-reflection and she really digs in deep. It's almost kind of like daily therapy, not mental yeah. or psychology. You're like psych- analyzing your daily life, day process. How you utilize your oh time. Oh my God. I am and then, obsessed. So then she gives you homework to do. So she really has, she has me writing down the tangible and intangible things, ways that make me feel when I get up earlier. How does it make me feel? Mm. Like when I get shit done. Mm. Like when I meditate for 20 minutes like I did mm-hmm. this morning and started my day slowly and in leisure with like reading a book Ugh. and not like working at 7 a.m. Or like what I did for the, the 20 years prior to what I'm doing in the before times when I would sleep until the moment I needed to get up and barely make it out the exactly. door exactly and then we are working on vision boards and it's we chose four aspects of my life that i want to progress in and so now i'm making vision boards on what that could look like literally like getting magazines <clears throat> no okay. i'm going to do it on canva oh canva actually has this is actually really cool for Wait. anyone what yeah if you go on canva there's also something called pick monkey but since we have an account with Nicole canva used to use pick monkey yeah. back in the day with canva you look up vision board and they have templates shut your mouth yeah and you can always add pages of it so i'll run out of space but i'll just keep adding photos to the template you know what can we just do a shout out to canva for a second because love I, canva. We, we you and i use it for, for everything every single day i just tapped into a whole nother aspect of canva yesterday with killeen who's joined the crew and is helping us yep. there's this whole like team there's so oh, was that the email i got from you yes accept it so you can be a part of our okay. team and then you can see the working projects as they're Perfect. going and you can add canva is you can do invitations on their business cards it's i do all of my yoga all stuff of your on there marketing things it's phenomenal best so user-friendly sorry don't be no cool. it's great canva thank you cool. it really just gets me excited well you should do a vision board it's so fun on any do i'll do the aspects you want to progress in. honey i do a vision board on canva mm. over cutting out old pictures from magazines <laughs> i don't even buy magazines anymore exactly um and then there was one other piece of homework every morning she wants me when i get up to Write down my must-dos for the day. Brain dump them. Personal and professional. 
and then, and it could be three or 30 things. Yeah, okay. And then prioritize them. Okay. Like what What are the top five that must get done? And then start trickling in the other ones underneath that. Okay, so I do that. I, I don't do the prioritizing part, but I'm going to now. But every day I have like my Trello board with all of my stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, to prior, I, I think prioritizing is prioritizing where prioritizing is yeah. where it's, it's and then you're eating the frog. You're getting the hard stuff yes. done first. Yeah, and important we, stuff. Yeah, and so we did. We covered. That's the stuff we basically covered. I have no idea what happens in week two, but I will tell you, it's worth every freaking moment. I mean, I when we hung up, I started action right away. I am so excited. Seriously, so excited. We'll put in the show notes Aviva's link for that episode she was on. She did, we did an episode with her about prioritizing your own time. And I think it was like during the holidays, but it's, it's relevant well, it's, forever. Aviva's website is Copilot. It's copilotwellness.com. Okay. We'll put that in yeah, there too. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, wow. yeah, it's really Good cool. St- way to start the year strong. We talked about it previous in the in 2021 and then a bunch of shit happened and then I we reached out I'm like let's do this I think if anyone is looking I've never had a coach for anything before I mean besides a palms coach yeah, well, and a therapist which <laughs> and is a therapist like, is like a life coach 100%. in my opinion that's like a life coach. But I've never had someone like help manage me this is really no. new territory for me and it's really freaking cool I mean I love I live for this shit I just usually get it from books and like a meme but having a human yeah that li- and she's a phenomenal listener like she picked up things and she writes oh i'm sorry she writes down very fast and then she'll be like so what i'm hearing is and she retells you what you said i'm like oh i didn't even realize that i said that but thank you for I'm bringing it back up. up see now i'm getting that do sister it. envy where i'm like now i want to be <laughs> So I want to do. I want to do what you're doing with Aviva. Well, Very what we cool. don't want to be doing, and we're we're. Mm. I'm excited for this conversation. So excited! This is something we happen to know about. Yeah. So Michelle and I and our creative director Hillary were talking about some topics yesterday, and then it led us to the Every Girl website. I mean, I, they got like one million followers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure kind of every everyone listening follows the Every yeah. Girl, and. Right at the top of their website was a an article called like seven toxic friendship traits. And it, it piqued my interest. I was like, okay, well, what's yeah. this about? So I did some other homework and I went on women's health and found 15 signs you're in a toxic friendship. And I related to a lot of those. Absolutely. I'm not in the present moment. I've cleansed myself. But I thought why not chit chat about this? Because we've all, I, I don't think, I feel like it's when we get later in adulthood, we realize like what a fucked up friendship or relationship, mm-hmm. whether it's a sibling or a romantic relationship can really feel like in high school, like there's assholes. It's true. <laughs> and I feel like as we evolve and get older, you become more invested. You're not like having those sort of like acquaintance passerby friends that aren't these are the ones that have maybe like been around for a while and like you're spending quality time money energy with or on and like in high school you're dealing with like you know bully i mean it's still bullshit Mm -hmm. and still toxic but this is just a different let you now it's like you get to make the choice because what's happening is you're 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 smart enough (laughs) if you're on the receive if you're in a toxic friendship you start to it starts to affect your health and the way you feel about yourself and yeah and I found in my experience that I started to feel toxic 
Like, you know, like that Britney Spears song. Yep. (laughs) You should play that. (laughs) Right now? (laughs) (laughs) But I felt like I was becoming a toxic friend to other people because I was was talking so much, even to you, so much about certain things. And it wasn't like, hey, how's your day? It was like I was calling someone Mm. to freaking vent Mm. and it was taxing. Yeah. It's a, it's a, like a, it's a contagious energy suck. Energy vampire. Energy vampire. So I, f- I was thinking about this, Michelle, and I feel like you can relate to, I know you've talked about uh, Marie Wyatt a lot. My old friend. You just outgrew that relationship. I, I actually think that that was kind of me being a bad friend, oh. which we're going to talk about that well, later. Well, let's talk about it for now. What I don't, happen? you know, I think that for me, the kind of person that I am, I think we could, you could invite all of my really good friends up here to have a conversation and they'd say, Michelle's a pretty good friend. She's she's there for us emotionally and she listens and stuff. But those are my and, and just we lean on and I can people can count on me. I think that that's what they would say. But those are my present physical here friends. I am not. Oh, sorry. You guys noises. I you make guys. lots of noises. Things are different now. Just ignore them. Um, just burp in the microphone. <laughs> Mike's always on. Smells I, like beets. I am not great with long distance um, I think that I have some great friends that live in other states that I don't, I think that I could be a better long distance friend sure. to, but I think we all have an understanding, those friends on the periphery that no matter what, we've got each other's backs. But, um, I don't know where I was going. We were with talking it. about Marie Wyatt. Oh yeah. Well, Marie Wyatt. We were young kids. That's what I'm saying. We outgrow. We, rela- we, we outgrow. You that. outgrow relationships, yes. and we can't beat ourselves up for a friendship at the age of twelve. No, right? No. And I feel like there's friends that you outgrow. There's friendships that like you grow apart, but you're still friends with. Mm-hmm. Where I have several have of those, those but several. we're still friends. Yep. I excel at long distance friendships. You do. I mean, at this point, I feel like some of my closest friends live far away. What are some of those things that you do to maintain that? What Constant what, communication. Constant, mm-hmm. Yeah, like Kim Berg. We all heard me talk about her. She's my roommate from college, one of my best friends. She randomly, she's got two kids, but she randomly phoned me yesterday. And it was just so, I love that. And mm-hmm. she's very good at doing that too. Mm-hmm. Text messages, Deanna and I, she's in Australia. We keep in very, <laughs> we send voice messages. We're very, wow. by the way, voice mem- voice messages, text messages are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to leave a message or if send condolences or I had a friend whose pet died. I don't know. There's, if you can't quite catch them on the phone, that's no, a I really agree. nice way to touch base with I them. Agree. I agree. And then we've got friendships that fucking suck. And I think and those are the ones we've all been. I don't actually, I don't, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I'm thinking about some of my friends who I've heard had been in similar situations. There's, and I've got plenty who've been like, that was just a terrible. Here's the deal. I feel like also people go through bad times that's in their lives. Exact, that's what I wanted and, to point out. And they, whether it's mental health, mental health, or there's, there's Personal stuff struggle, going on. Yes. And that can make the situation toxic. Hopefully you can out ride that and move past it that's where i think you the person on the other end needs to like kind of weigh the situation is this a situation where okay you recognize this person that i genuinely love and want to have in my life is going through some major shit of course that's where you create space and boundaries and make sure that you are just in a space where you can you are doing what you can in that relationship to manage yourself and not 100%. go down the spiral. And I think that everyone has a threshold and a bandwidth. 100%. Especially if those situations 
emotions don't subside over time, whether it's weeks, months, or years. And we're talking at this point, years where you're like, or it's getting worse. Substance abuse, that's Mm -hmm. another unfortunate thing that can toxify a a friendship. For me, what what keeps me hanging on in my friendships is seeing growth on the other person. If somebody's going down the, the, the spiral and they're just every day getting deeper and deeper and deeper into their woes and there's no effort to help themselves. That could be the challenging. That's, that's where I am like, I really think that I might need to bow out of this circumstance. But if I've got a friend that's struggling, but I see and oh, know effort or something. that they are yes. trying, I'm they're now not abandoning, just... Maybe take a little step back. 100%. I feel like I, when I was deep into infertility, like treatment, there was a moment where I had to, I, I stepped back because it was just, I was at a space in a place where I really felt like I needed to protect myself. And of course you hear like, don't be stressing out at this time. And I was like, well, I've got an exterior situation that's stressing me the fuck out. Mm. And I have no control over that pile of not my business not my problems but I'm taking it on yep and it's not what our aunt says that's not, not mine that is not mine. that's not mine and there were so many not mine that that's not mine that it was becoming like a, a not mine a big pile a pile of not mine a giant <laughs> pile of not mine and that's when you turn and run yes <laughs> and unfortunately I've had to do this you know but I feel like it's it's okay. And I've, and I've heard of other people having to do it. I've heard of people who are being expe- or have experienced the person that has left them being like, they just couldn't handle me. Well, that's fair. Mm. That's fair. We all have, sh- we all have our own shit. Sometimes it's really hard to take on someone else's. Exactly. Exactly. I was just thinking it's like, you know, if you are in a situation and you know wholeheartedly, instinctually, to your core, it doesn't feel good, that's like your, bl- your like gut. blazing answer that you know what to do. You know what the right move is here. And that's okay because at the end of the day, You're, it's your journey and your path and you need to protect you and 100%. do what's best for you. Um, these topics that they, or these situations that the Every Girl wrote about, let's go over them. Yeah, let's. So the first one was toxic positivity. And this is what you talked about about this a lot can't mm-hmm. stand that shit i just i it's so inauthentic to me too i run from it oh i like it makes me pass away yeah. when it's like um i can't get pregnant that's okay one day and it's like oh that did nothing thank yep. you for nothing hang on a second i'm going to wrap a brick around my ankle and just launch myself into a river or my mom's dead and i'm really sad well she's in a better place now no i would rather hear here without dementia <laughs> At least she's not <laughs> suffering. I've probably said that to And somebody. again, you know, Fuck. everyone's trying their best. Yep. But I think it's one, in the article, They, it, it's more like, is the friend just toxic positive all, all the, time. the time? No matter mm-hmm. what the circumstance. Mm-hmm. The next one they talk about is unpredictable moods. And this can be a lot. I've had I, this and it's, it's heavy with, sometimes. I, I lived with somebody that had very unpredictable moods. And, and it, at sometimes it was just downright scary, to be honest. Yeah. And again, you know, to be mindful, we, we, there there are situations that come up that maybe someone's suffering from something. And I'm, and I'm sure that that Probably was, was the situation. But it was a situation that was spilling over into mm. me in a moment, not feeling safe in a place where I lived. And that's that something was to think toxic. about. That is toxic. The next one was jealousy. And this one was I I when I I thought when I read this, it was 
Like you're jealous of your friend, so you're getting feeling toxic about no, that friendship. This is, no, this is that friend. Uh huh. Being like you hung out, and it's I've had so, this happen. Yeah. We all have different groups of friends, and you don't always intermingle those friends, mm-hmm. right? And I've had situations where it was like, well, why don't you ever invite me to dinner with them? Well, it's just, it's, it's a different situation. And that just stems from massive insecurity on that person's part. And you know what's interesting? And I, and I don't, tell me what you think. When you're with some friends, you have a certain ambiance or vibe. When you're with your different group of friends, they also bring that ambiance or vibe. So sometimes the crossover, if you were to pluck one from the other, it could be, and not a good blend of just, peeps. And kind of random. Like mm-hmm. you just. I think there's a time and a place for those situations. Of course. You know, in an intimate setting, blending a certain group or whatever might not be the best time at like a Halloween party where of you're course. opening. Yes, 100%. I'm going to stop saying 100%. Did you say that a lot today? I think I've said it four times and you might have thrown in one. So that's five. So we've maxed out our 100%. Okay, no more of no those. More, Can we do a thousand percent? Million. <laughs> Okay, but you know, so they, the the jealousy one was about like the friend saying like, or why didn't you invite me to dinner with or, you and so and so, or even like you're going to dinner with your husband? Can I, come? you know, things like that? And I think that's just about boundary setting mm-hmm. and someone not wanting to be in a boundary. Exactly. Insecurity, which I feel like kind of goes with the jealousy one. It does. Sounds like maybe this friend brings up their insecurities a lot while with them or with group within groups and it and you, it's find, a yourself killer, and you man. find yourself saying how many times can you say don't say that about yourself <laughs> come on be kinder and after a while you're like you're right you do fucking suck <laughs> it's like can we talk about something else we talk about something besides you like woes of misery? yeah i completely agree i mean no you're not invited i was it's a actually, debbie downer man it, i had a particular situation a totally different group and there was a particular debbie downer in the group so the last time there was going to be a setup to go out i said you know what i'm out i'm not going and that's what you could do instead of and like it, offend, it works. yeah instead of offending the other person because you want to protect them as well yeah is say you know what I can't make it. I you know just, this is a I phrase. take yourself out of it. This is a phrase that I like to teach the kids, and I can you can implement it here. No thanks, I'm good. No, no thanks, I'm good. Aviva's t- teaching me because I don't like to. I say no to certain things a lot. When it comes to other things, I'm like a yes person, and I think everyone the skill of have to say no. For some, maybe it comes easy too, and sometimes you just have, you've got to learn it and practice it and empower mm-hmm. it. No, I'm and good. then and then when you say it a few times, then it just rolls off the tongue. No, yeah, <laughs> and you're like, God, it's <clears throat> strong. I added two more to the toxic friendships, um, aggressive behavior. Again, who knows what's going on there? But friends are not. To, you're not. You get to pick your friends. Yes, yep. You know, with siblings and family, sometimes like, yeah. fuck, you're being Should an asshole I right now. That? Oh yeah, I do. I'm related <laughs> to that person. But with friends, if if you're finding, I, you know, found myself in environments where I felt like aggressive behavior and it's like, what the fuck? I thought we were going to have a glass of wine and chill, man. Yeah. What the hell's this? Mm. You know? Yeah. Those are hard no's. Hard no's. No. And then substance abuse, which is so sad and unfortunate. So sad, but unfortunately can really damage situation. You know, I found with that situation was I put up a really long fight for that one. Years. And what I found accompanied that situation the most that really fucked me up and made me cry, get very confused, 
say to myself, am I, am I crazy gaslighting? And being gaslit is probably one of the biggest mind fucks you can ever have. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, it's a pretty maddening and also like uncomfortable place to be like when you sit yourself and look back and think, am I, am I crazy? Well, right. Or, did, or, or you don't know who to believe because sometimes it becomes a spousal thing or other friends are talking about it. And then you, you polite, you kindly not confront. I don't want to use the word. You approach the person and say like, Hey, this is really difficult. And I don't even know how to fucking bring this up, but I know when we're together, we're having fun, but like, is, is, do we have a, is there a problem? And then it turned into like freaking like a volcano explosion. Mm-hmm. And then you are left feeling like the bad guy because someone's trying to hide something mm-hmm. and they'll do anything at any cost to do that. And all you've been is supportive and there and willing to be there. And after a while, the well just runs dry. Or, like, yeah, that and, or, not believing what maybe someone's reaching out to ask for help and saying, mm. no, I'm with her or mm. whoever it might be. It can get heavy. Mm. But yeah. then, you know, you get to a point where you're like, okay, nothing's changing. We've been doing this for, uh, what, seven years now? Mm. I gotta, I love you. I have to move forward. I've, in my own personal experience with, with friends with substance abuse, it's taken, it's been a hard lesson to learn, you know, that is really one that is on the other person fully. There is absolutely, you can be a support and like the knowing that person knowing that you're there, but there is absolutely nothing that can be done. That is all on the person that is using. Right. And one of the, one of the 15 like warnings, 15 warnings to know if you're in a toxic relationship on women's health was you don't like yourself when you're with them. Or I would say like when you're, dealing with them or whatever you mm. want to say. And that's what I also found that I was starting to be, I, like I mentioned earlier, like toxic myself. I was starting to pick up on it. But I will also say in return, I may have been the toxic friend to them. Have you ever been in a relationship where it wasn't like you didn't like yourself, but the, every time you found yourself with a certain person, it drummed up some anxious, of course, anxi- like that chronic, of course, anxiety. That's and I think that no bueno, no. And I and I do. Th- I don't think it's fair to just say, yeah, you know, one. Sometimes it's just one person's toxic, but it it does it can reciprocate because when you're being confronted with toxicity, you're trying to combat that, and sometimes combat or trying to help that can be very toxic to the other person, mm-hmm. and so you're just fucking pissing them off, and so it's just it's just not working anymore. Um, the other one was that you know that they're talking shit about you, and that's kind of where I draw the line. Once I find that out, then I'm that's where I'm like, sayonara. Mm. Yeah, that one's that one's not as low on my list. What are we talking shit about? You know what? That's where I'm like, and I don't care, and I get it. I mean, you that's well, your I'm a Scorpio. Line. You're a Scorpio. I'm like, <laughs> I could give two fucks about that. Go clean yourself up. Go get some help. Blah blah blah. You know. Yeah. And for Lauren, don't double cross her, <laughs> or you're out. <laughs> well, I think about it. I think about my my friends. I don't my my dearest friend. I don't if I if they caught me talking shit about them. Mm. I would Why would I? Why would they want to be friends with mm. me? It's true. It's fucking weird. Mm. Like if Kim Berg found out that I was talking shit about her to one of my old roommates, 
that would be so hurtful. That's mm. another thing, though. Like, that actually hurts feelings. Yes, that's correct. Like, I don't want to feel hurt around a friend or be mm. like, you made me feel sad. Screw you. No, and that, and I'm, and I'm joking. Like, I was thinking. No, I know you are. It's just, you're right. That's unacceptable. And I feel I'm, I'm going through this and I don't want to take this off track, but I, I, in my 44 years have been so fortunate with the friends that I've had and mm. I've had different ups and downs with friends and some didn't make it and I'm tr- you know there was one that was bad whatever yeah but for the most part don't have a lot of experience mm. with that kind of behavior with my good group of yeah no and I don't ladies. my my close my closest friends have remained in our yeah, and we all not- and by the way we've all gone through shit mm-hmm. we've suffered through depression we've suffered through death. marital death we've all been there this is toxic is just it's a it's like a it's more of like about it's like you said I feel like we all go through shit but if you're never getting past it or moving forward ever That's then it's kind of like cut and run I've runneth dry exactly exactly so Michelle I thought we would observe where we have fallen short as a friend. Do okay. you, you've mentioned kind of at the beginning that you're not good at long distance friendships. I just, I just worry also sometimes that um, I am not, if I'm not in your face, you don't get the best version of me when, when you need me, you okay, know? Sure. Um, like there's a million texts going down throughout the day, or maybe there's something going on. And I, I feel sometimes like I have guilt, like I'm not giving that my attention and maybe somebody might need something. Sure. I'm just trying to balance my life. But I think all in all, I don't know. I mean, I would love to have a couple of my friends on here to, to honestly talk, yes. say, like, to hear their perspective. I mean, I here, how's this? I have no idea when any of my friends' birthdays are. You know, I... No clue. I'm, no fucking clue. Do you know the month? <laughs> I'm kind of... <laughs> That yes, doesn't make I you do. a bad friend, but it could be something you can change by writing it down and finding out. And then I, but then I also think, you know, we all have our strengths and there are other people that that is their, like, they're the most, um, I know, on it. Like our they aunt just, knows our wedding anniversary. Seriously. <laughs> But if you need me best. to head to the front lines with you, you'll do that. I'm there. I'm I mean, there. listen, we all got our strengths and weaknesses. No, yeah, I can't beat myself. You're up not a up calendar. For, no, no, cal- no calendar. Who? If it makes you feel any better, I still need to ask, like, what some of my nieces and nephews' birthdays are. I know it's hard. It's really it's freaking flipping hard. hard. And Facebook's dying, and no one's on it. I know. So like, can we get the nieces and do? nephews on there? What so do we do? Get an update. What do you think about I, you? I found that. What I do that my friends probably don't know about is that I, I secretly compare myself sometimes. Listen, I, I, my career trajectory has been different. I've started a little bit later. So I'm almost sometimes feel like I'm behind mm. and I'm starting to have kids. On like later. the monetary scale, on the. Not even monetary. Well, I guess monetary has to do with it because that yeah. means travel, that means different kind of things. Got it. Um, I'm not wanting for anything like that my friends have, but sometimes I'm like, oh. Am I, am I, did I fall behind? And, and I, I don't need to look at it like I need to catch up. Because mm. as we know, comparison is the thief of joy. Sure is. I posted something on our Instagram yesterday that I would love to share because it's so fucking brilliant. Um, it was how to ruin something that's really special to you. And it's a meme. It's a mug. Fastest way to kill something special is to compare it to something else. Oh, isn't that the truth? There you go. then you're like we've all done it we do it and I don't do it a lot but I feel like that's where I fall short as a friend because but and that's not fair to do to myself or others Mm. even if I do it privately in my brain 
That's just what therapy is mm-hmm. for. Um, I have a little saying for you. What's that? And it's not about winning. Okay. It's about losing. But when, no, no, no. It's never about that. But, you know, you were talking about like kind of comparing and stuff. And, you know, sometimes I have to remind myself of the same thing. And in an effort to like just keep driving and moving forward, I just say to myself sometimes, you know, slow and steady. Slow, slow and steady. And everyone race. goes at their own pace. And mm-hmm. everyone's situation is so different. And Instagram is a highlight reel of everyone's life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these are just things that we need to remember so we don't lose our shit and devalue our self-worth. Um, the other ones that I've looked at is that I do have certain friendships, long-lasting ones. I feel like I haven't been the most present of a friend as well. Same. Goes both ways, but the same. And then the last one is if I find myself like in a dark place or dealing with topics we've discussed here today, I wonder sometimes if I overconsume certain friends with that like talking about and being like, you know, and kind of venting and kind of dragging it on. I but think I have, that might be a little bit overthinking, a little anxiety maybe, driven. Maybe, but here's the deal. I've got one friend who, my best friend, my I've got, say I've got a lot of those. Devin's like my therapist. She is so, she's such a good listener. She digests what I am I'm sharing with her. And then she hears what I'm hearing from you, Lauren. And it's mm, like, God, that's <laughs> an amazing... She's probably great she's when her so kids lovely. are. so lovely. That would be. <laughs> I'm so never lucky. Heard, the only person that's ever said that to me is a therapist. <laughs> well, she basically is yes, a therapist. I'm saying. Yes. So, I mean, she is. And so I feel so fortunate. And I, but you know what? I try to reciprocate. And, and when it's her time, you know, we go back and forth. And I feel like I just, she should send me an invoice. <laughs> You know what? She's also probably really good at boundaries, so you don't need to worry about it. I wanted to tell you something, though, that I feel like I'm experiencing with you. You're right. She's good with boundaries. With you and my friends now that I didn't enjoy as much when I wasn't pregnant, but I'm starting to experience like this joy and um, what did I write? I'm, I'm just starting to enjoy the 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 conversation about kids now more. Well, of course. Because you're connected to it now. I'm connected to it. I get it. Like when my friends and you guys were having babies, A, my mom and dad were going through divorce. Then my mom got really sick. And I'm like traveling the world. Uh I'm like, you're having a baby? Cool. I'm I'm in Tasmania. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at a kangaroo. Yeah. Good for you. You should. That was awesome that you did that. (laughs) Yeah. And now I'm like hearing people's birthing stories or talking about what they feed their freaking kid three years ago didn't give a Could shit give two hoots and now i'm and like now cool like, like and you're in this is the phase where you get to hear all kinds of thoughts and advice some solicited and some not and it's happening and that's okay this is where you get to choose pick and choose what you are going to apply to your own experience and who you share what with ah good thinking i've already i've, well, I've been implementing it and it's very helpful and it's not bad it's just plus some people don't really give a shit mm-hmm. and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. I get it cuz I was I've been there. I mean I've always cared, but it's hard to have that conversation when you're just not in it as much. Agreed. It's like that's having, like anything. It's like having a dead loved one mm-hmm. or a sick loved one. You exactly. I, you had those friends who got it because they were through it and the others that didn't. I've been we've all been in the opposite And position. now the friends that may or will one day go through it know that they can call upon you're the, you. You're their girl. Ex- you're mm-hmm. their girl. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Wow, did we co- do you think we covered everything? Yeah. Do you think that everybody get what they need from this? I get I hope so. Listen, if you've got a toxic friendship, you got two options. Deal with it, give it some time, and if it doesn't get done in the delt time, fuck it. It really <laughs> does. 
it really how you handle it really comes down to you and where you if I'm in a bad mental space and I have been in a bad mental space during periods Mm -hmm. where other people were in bad mental spaces my response or my management of that situation two thumbs down f minus all the way and then in other moments where I was in a growth trajectory myself and was just in a good headspace total complete openness and understanding for what the situation was and you just reinstate those boundaries and sort of be self-aware of what Mm. your threshold is and I don't know I and then I I have to say in my I I'm happy that I have navigated some conversation some friendships that were on the really struggle boss but you USA, talked about it with them and we stayed in it yes and we managed and it, it, it was worth it because they're worth they're it they're worth it. and I think all friendships can and on many are worth it conversation and communication helps and I love so much those that have come and gone mm-hmm. but this is life exactly it happens and we all just have our own timing. And it's just like what we were talking about with me and comparing. We're all on our own freaking, we're all going at our own pace. And sometimes some just keep going in different or going different directions. Yeah, some are more of like a really, really American Eagle style roller coaster <laughs> where you're like, whoa. What's yeah. the opposite of that? <laughs> I think more just like a lazy river type cruise. I'm like more, I'd like take their lazy river. Sometimes I'm like, keep your arms. I'm on that ride wild. that where you stick your body to the wall and you <laughs> fling around in circles. That's that's the ride the, I'm on. Where the feet, where the floor dropped. Yeah, I saw. That sounds horrible. I saw a meme of that, and then we'll let you guys go. <laughs> where it was like, it's a photo of Snoop Dogg. No, Snoop Dogg posted it yesterday. He's like, it's a it's a photo of kids like literally plastered to one of those walls. You know those? Oh, yeah. It's like a spaceship. Remember it very well. And uh, underneath it says, back in the 80s, our parents did not give a shit about <laughs> us. I mean, who, who, who lets that happen? Just go in there. Or the ship that goes upside down? Just did it a few years ago. No. Horrible. Wow, that's no. like that's like a toxic friendship right there. It's like I'm gonna throw up. All right, you guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's episode on coaching, well, yeah. coaching from Aviva, and toxic friendships, and whether you're gonna stick with it or whether you're gonna jump ship. <laughs> so you write us in. You tell us. Are you are you sticking in or are you jumping ship? Are right, you guys? Whatever you guys do, you know what to do. Stay cozy, everybody. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Stay cozy.